you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. Ladies and gentlemen of Mountaineer Nation, today, from the Trio 4 Production Studio, we bring you the State of the Position Address. This extensive examination into each position group of the 2019 West Virginia University football team will be brought to you by the unrelenting host of the Country Roads webcast, the inauspicious Jordan Cruz. We thank you for your time. And with no further ado, we present to you this week's State of the Position Address. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Here today to continue our State of the Position series, this time moving over to the defense and starting with discussion of the defensive line. But before we get into that, let's discuss the Mountaineer football news. Since our last show, a good little bit of Mountaineer football news to cover. Uh, West Virginia suffered a few attritions and a big addition for the 2019 class. Um, the couple, of, the few addition, out of the few attritions we have, rather, uh, defensive cornerback. Uh, Barry Moreland, who was a former walk-on, had played sparingly and had been in reserve role. Then you also have defensive tackle Tyrese Allen, who also had um, redshirted last season, was set to be a redshirt freshman this year, but has decided to move on from the Mountaineers. So both those, those two reserves and those guys, not big losses, but then the very big loss that could be crucial is the loss of wide receiver Marcus Sims, who would have been a senior this year, has decided instead to transfer out of the program. Um, we're not going to get into the reasons why or anything like that, because a lot of that's up for debate, but the fact of the matter is he will not be a Mountaineer this season, and um, Mountaineers lose what would have been the most experienced wide receiver in Marcus Sims, but hope he lands on his feet and wish him the best wherever he goes. And then as far as an addition, West Virginia had two scholarships remaining for this uh, this year's 2019 class. They've now locked down one of those with an offensive lineman, John Hughes, who's a junior college player who will come to West Virginia as a sophomore with four years to play three seasons. Six foot four, 305 pounder from Texas, could factor in right away and provide some depth along the Mountaineer offensive line. And that pretty much wraps it up for this week's Mountaineer football news. Alright, so now that we got the news out of the way, let's get into the topic of discussion as we get set to continue our State of the Position series. And today we will be moving over to the defense. We discussed special teams on our last show. Um, Unfortunately, didn't get to have a show last week, missed a week, but now we're back at the State of the Position series this week. And we're moving over to the defense and we're starting with our discussion of the state of the defensive line position at West Virginia in 2019. So as far as the defensive line is concerned, um, lose three players to graduation, and those were Ezekiel Rose, defensive end, defensive tackle Kenny Bigelow, and defensive end Jabril Robinson. 
um, all three of which were actually transfers. Ezekiel Rose coming via the Juco transfer route, and then Kenny Bigelow and Jabril Robinson, both grad transfers that came in last season and were uh, big helps to the Mountaineer defensive line. So going into uh, the spring and in the offseason, the defensive line was a big question mark for the coaching staff. And as it turns out, the defensive line has went from being a question mark to being one of the strengths of the team um, thus far. They've coaching staff has been really impressed with the defensive line. I think they're probably the strongest position on the defense and actually maybe one of the strongest positions on the entire team. So that's very big when you can go from uh, being a question mark to being quite possibly the strongest unit on the entire team. So that's good to know. As far as some of the faces that we'll be seeing on the defensive line, we'll do these by class. Um, starting with the seniors. Uh, one senior is Quandarius Qualls, Richard Senior, six foot one, two thirty-three. And I know a lot of people know Quandarius Qualls as a linebacker, but in this new scheme, he's actually moving down to defensive end, and he's going to try and get some playing time there. He had to sit out last season with that injury. He's um, looking to be back this season, and he'll be playing a new position, taking over at defensive end. And um, that's a position that he's almost really tailor-made for with his speed and pass rushing ability. Has a great opportunity to be one of the better pass rushers for the Mountaineers. Then another senior, been a starter virtually since he stepped on campus, and that's Reese Donahue, West Virginia native, six foot four, two hundred seventy-six pounder. Um, we've seen what he could do throughout his career. Very solid player, very consistent, and hopefully he has a big senior year this year as he's still battling for that uh, one of those defensive end starting spots there, battling with um, Quandarius Qualls, Tage Austin, and and uh, Dante Stills. Um, the la- the latter two of those being. Um, uh, guys that we will discuss momentarily, but moving forward with the list of the returning players, another senior West Virginia brings back is Brennan Thrift, six foot one, two hundred ninety-two pound defensive tackle who actually transferred to West Virginia from Penn State. Um, seems playing time sparingly since he came to West Virginia, but this year seems like the year that he may really get onto the field and uh, see a lot of playing time at that defensive tackle or nose tackle position for the Mountaineers and um, could be very successful. Then the other senior the Mountaineers will employ, Stone Wolfley, six foot four, two hundred sixty pounder, redshirt senior, came to West Virginia on the offensive side actually as a um, tight end, fullback type, moved over to defense and um, has seemed to really get the grasp of this new defensive scheme. Uh, the new defensive scheme the Mountaineers are running really a lot more uh, friendly to the defensive line as far as making plays rather than just plugging up holes for blitzers and things like that. The defensive ends, the defensive tackles have great chances to get upfield, get sacks, make plays, and we saw Stone Wolfley do just that in the spring game. I believe he had three sacks in the spring game. So uh looks like he's greatly improved and will be a uh, possibly a key reserve at that defensive end spot for the Mountaineers this season. And then moving on to the juniors, West Virginia returns to the position. You'll have Darius Steele, six foot one, two hundred and ninety pounds, playing the nose tackle position, taking over for Kenny Bigelow. And in in his sparing and when he played sparingly last season behind Kenny Bigelow, Darius Steele's really impressed and that has carried over to this season where it seems that he's improved even more and he's arguably West Virginia's best defensive lineman right now at this point and has a chance to have a monster year and finish his career strong over these next two seasons as West Virginia's starting nose tackles. He's really impressed the new coaching staff and they've really spoken highly of Darius Steele's and I'm excited to see what he can do this year. I think West Virginia won't miss a beat with him taking over that spot from Kenny Bigelow and they may even be improved with Darius Steele's taking over that spot and a lot of people are going to be surprised by how good Darius Steele's is at that nose tackle position. Then you also have Jeffrey Pooler, six foot two, two hundred fifty-eight pound redshirt junior. Played a lot last year. Was involved in West Virginia's third down packages. Um, 
coaching staff has spoke highly of his work ethic this offseason, said he's greatly improved as well, um, playing that defensive end spot, and he's going to be a factor in West Virginia's defensive line yet again and receive even more playing time than he did last season and hopefully um, have a big year as well. Uh, Jeffrey Pooler is going to be probably the key reserve as far as defensive ends. And um, as you can see, you know, from the guys I'm just naming, West Virginia has several bodies that they can play at the defensive line, which is good because you need that in the Big 12 Conference. And then the last junior Western you has is Nate Green, six foot four, two hundred sixty five pounder, uh, former walk on. He will factor in some in some way, shape, or form. Probably likely on special teams, but um, good to have those bodies regardless, no matter what. And then let's move on to the sophomores. Number one sophomore, of course, the other Steele's brother, Dante Steele, six foot three, two ninety two. Uh, didn't get to get on the field a whole lot last season, but when he did, he always made an impact. And now this season, he's progressed even more. You know, he was a big-time recruit, ESPN 150 guy, four-star player. I believe he was the top guy in West Virginia last season as far as recruit goes. So he'll be taking over at defensive end. He's right now battling with Reese Donahue for one of those defensive end spots. And um, good chance he may line up starting, and you may see the Stills brothers start side-by-side. Side. And if they do, they're going to wreak havoc in the backfield of Big 12 offenses, I do believe. I think that both of those guys are poised for excellent careers here in Morgantown. And Dante Steele is going to be just as good as Darius has proven to be. And your two best offensive linemen, I mean, excuse me, defensive linemen, may actually be brothers in the Steele's brothers. So I'm really excited to see both those guys on the field at the same time this year and over their careers in the next couple years here in Morgantown. Then you have Connor Barwis, redshirt sophomore, six foot two seventy-eight, another former walk-on. And Sam Cookman, six foot two, two forty-four pounds, Richard sophomore, another walk-on. So those are guys that can also provide depth and you know extra bodies there along that defensive line that West Virginia can use if needed. And then you have one redshirt freshman and preferred walk-on, Tavis Lee, six foot two, two fifty-two. Um, yes, he was preferred walk-on last season, redshirted, but he's also a guy that the coaching staff have mentioned at times. So despite being a preferred walk-on, he's a guy that could factor in as a reserve at some point and possibly earn some playing time throughout his career here in Morgantown and who knows you know there's been some of those preferred walk-on guys that have really come along and um, had good careers and surprised some people so there's a possibility and then before we discuss the help that's on the way uh, this guy is a newcomer but he was here in the spring so we're going to discuss him now and he's a guy that's really been a factor I think more so than a lot of people expected and that is Taj Austin Richard sophomore, six foot four, two hundred forty-five pounder. Taj Austin's a guy began his career at East Carolina, left, went back to the JUCO route, and then West Virginia snagged him late in the recruiting cycle this past season. He enrolled early, was on campus for spring football, and the coaching staff has been very impressed with him. Think he's probably going to be the team's best pass rusher. He's got a great combination of size and speed coming off the edge, and um, as of right now, he's almost locked down one of those starting defensive end spots. And then the other, uh, the other defensive end spot, you've got Reese Donahue and Dante Steele's battling for that one. So you know, when Quandarius Qualls comes back fully healthy from his injury, he may challenge Austin some. But it looks like right now, Taj Austin will be one of the West Virginia starting defensive ends in 2019, and that's impressive to see. See the guy come in just like that, earn a starting spot, and really be talked about by the coaches. You know, almost any press conference that uh, any of the coaches had, whether it be the defensive coaches, Jordan Leslie, the defensive line coach, um, any of the other defensive coaches, Vic Koning, defensive coordinator, head coach Neil Brown, all of those guys have all referenced Taj Austin at some point. So it's very evident that Taj Austin is definitely making an impact since his arrival in Morgantown, and I'm very excited to see what he can do in 2019. 
So those are the guys that West Virginia has at the defensive line. Uh, the returning players, you heard who departed, you heard who's returning. I've heard of one newcomer who's already been on campus. And now let's discuss for the defensive line what help is on the way. Help is on the way. Okay, so as far as help on the way for the defensive line in 2019, they did add, um, as, well, they actually added three defensive linemen in the recruiting cycle, one of which you've already talked about in Taj Austin, who they added via the JUCO route, has already been on campus, already been playing with the Mountaineers. So the help that's on the way is in the form of two true freshmen, one of which will be likely a defensive tackle and one of which will be a defensive end. Uh, the defensive tackle will be Jordan Jefferson, Six foot four, three hundred pounder, and the defensive end will be Jalen Thornton, a six foot three, two hundred forty two pounder. Uh, Jordan Jefferson is a guy that they got late in the recruiting cycle, um, not on early signing day, but on actual signing day in February. He came uh, committed to the Mountaineers. Um, he's a guy that this coaching staff's very high on, um, not only due to his size, but I think he's very athletic at that size. And I think that Jordan Jefferson is a guy that's probably likely going to avoid redshirt and uh, get to play right away, likely as a reserve. Um, I think he could, he will likely factor in as defensive tackle or nose tackle, but in a pinch they could play him at defensive end as well due to his athleticism, I believe. But I think prototypically he's going to end up being a uh, defensive tackle for Washington during his career here. Already six foot four, 300 pounds as a true freshman. So he's got a great possibility to have a good career as a defensive tackle and, you know, take over that spot possibly after Darius Stills' graduation in a, in a couple of years. So Jordan Jefferson's a guy I think Mountaineer fans should be excited about that the Mountaineers were able to land so late in the recruiting cycle. And then the other guy is a legacy guy, Jalen Thornton, and his father was the great John Thornton, uh, one of the one of the better Mountaineer defensive uh, linemen of all time. And uh, Jalen Thornton likely is good chance headed for a redshirt this season unless he comes on campus and really impresses, which um, is always a possibility. But he's a guy that I think could factor into also having a great career in Morgantown. We've heard his father, John Thornton, speak highly of him at times, saying he's possibly more advanced than he was when he was a true freshman. Um, so Jalen Thornton's a guy that can come in, and he's going to be playing defensive end, and I think that he could have a great career in Morgantown as well. Um, you know, it means a little bit more to the uh, those legacy recruits a lot of the time, and so that could factor into effort and everything like that. So even if he does uh, redshirt this upcoming season, I expect that he'll have a good career during his time here in Morgantown and uh, be one of the players of the future for West Virginia. So although that is all the players West Virginia currently has on the roster at defensive, at the defensive line position, I think that there could be another um, name in the mix. Possibly we'll have to wait and see on that. You know, West Virginia had three scholarships remaining for this class they could add before um, the fall. They added wide receiver from Temple, Sean Ryan, the transfer. They've added the Juco offensive lineman. And with the last remaining scholarship, I think they'll either add another offensive lineman or they'll add a defensive lineman. So don't be surprised if there's another name added to this mix of uh, players at the defensive line that could change the state of the position. Um, it's, it's hard to say, but I do believe it will be an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman that is added with that final scholarship prior to fall camp. Could be a ju another Juco guy, could be a grad transfer, but I think somewhere in the trenches, either on offense or defense, where will be where that last scholarship is used by the Mountaineer coaching staff. So, As far as my opinion on the state of the position of the defensive line, I think that it's um, good. Uh, very good, which is which is big, just considering the fact that it was one of the biggest question marks heading into the off season with what West Virginia lost. Um, most of the players that were coming back were unproven. Uh, 
people were concerned about what West Virginia had on the defensive ends outside of Reese Donahue. And Reese Donahue is actually in a position battle. And Taj Austin has really stepped up. And I think Quandarius Qualls will factor in great there at that defensive end spot. So I don't really consider that a question anymore. You still have Jeffrey Pooler as well. So that's some bodies there. I think the one question mark is probably the defensive tackle position just because Darius Stills is great, but um, as far as guys behind him, you're kind of lacking in that aspect. Um, you got Brennan Thrift, and you'll have Jordan Jefferson coming in. Um, Tyrese Allen leaving is kind of a bit of a blow because they need bodies there, but um, it's not like he was a superstar. You know, he was an unproven player, Richard. I don't know what he was going to give you, but I wouldn't be surprised if what West Virginia adds with that last scholarship is a guy that can play that defensive tackle or nose tackle position, whether it be a Juco guy or a grad transfer. I think that West Virginia could add another body into that mix, which would give them a solid uh, bit of depth along that defensive line because they already have it at the defensive end position, and they have about three guys that can play the defensive tackle or nose tackle position, so one more would really do the trick and help out the defensive line but overall I think the state of the position is in great shape heading into 2019 it's a position that will probably surprise some people and uh be the strength of the Mountaineer defense likely I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all so defensive line looking great and um I guess that will pretty much wrap up this episode of the Country Roads webcast brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Um, be back next week, continuing our study of the position series, staying on the defensive side, moving over to the linebacker position. So we will discuss the state of the linebacker position on our next podcast. Until then, be sure and follow us on Twitter at WVU Country Roads. Um, follow Almost Heaven Athletics on Twitter at ahathletics.com. WV, like Almost Heaven Athletics on Facebook, and follow them on Instagram as well. They're now on Instagram, so search Almost Heaven Athletics on Facebook or Instagram, and always check out the great content there on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Great stories going on there as well. Great forums if you want to get in on the discussion of Mountaineer sports or what have you. So that's always good. And of course, Always tune in to us on the Country Roads webcast on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify. Wherever you take in your podcast, you can find us. Just search for the Country Roads webcast. Like us, subscribe to us, and most importantly, share us as we continue to try and grow the podcast here at the Country Roads webcast with Mountaineer Nation and fans of Mountaineer football. So that will pretty much wrap us up. Until next time, as always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz, and let's go Mountaineers!